Testing one, two, are we live? We are. Hey guys, welcome to the Friendly Sisterly Advice podcast. This is episode one. Oh my god, I'm so nervous. And this is my second attempt at recording this episode. So if you're listening to this, that means like it went well, thank god, because I have no experience whatsoever doing this. And yeah. But I'm your host, Yvonne, and welcome to my podcast. Thank you for joining me. I guess I should give a little bit of background about myself and who I am and why I have absolutely no business giving you any kind of advice. (laughs) But I'm going to do it anyway, because why not? So I'm Yvonne. I am 24 years old. I live in Texas. I, you know, I'm not a professional at life, so I don't know why I'm trying to give life advice. I am a professional at accounting because that's what I got my degree in. I, I work as an accountant for a company. So, I mean, I could probably do your taxes decently and, you know, run the books for your company. But here I am giving life advice. So listen to me and take my advice at your own risk. But I'm 24. I'm originally from Nigeria so shout out to all my Niger pips out there listening thank you for tuning in I've been in Texas for almost seven years now and you know I've I went to college graduated got a job and I'm just I guess living the American dream or whatever but I am sitting here in my apartment on a Monday morning recording a podcast while watching YouTube hauls on mute because why not um i work your regular nine to five job but i have pto today because it's the holidays and i took some time off and i've been working on this podcast for a little bit now and i've been so nervous because i'm like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know how this works and you know when you're like so scared of something that you kind of keep like procrastinating and pushing it back and just like not doing it because you just don't know how or you have an idea but you're not sure that's what's been happening but today I decided I'm gonna rip the band-aid off and just go for it so here we are um so you might be listening to this in 2020 because this doesn't launch till January of 2020 it's currently December but yeah this won't launch till next year so happy new year you know I hope the year has been going well so far and you know i'm excited that you're here i want to talk about setting goals and new year's resolutions right so you know change your habits change your life is a quote that i've been living by really vividly and you know i've been living by that quote lately but i feel like i just rambled but I've been sticking to that. That's been my motto, you know, change your habits, change your life. Because a lot of things happened for me in 2019. I feel like my adult life really started in 2019 because I graduated college December of 2018. And then 2019 was the first time I ever had like a full-time job, like 40 hours a week or more. You know, I was for the first time in my life, in 2019, I wasn't in school. I was just like living, like I, I didn't have school, I didn't have exams or, you know, group projects or finals or like my life wasn't divided up by semesters. It was just me and my job and 
whatever else I wanted to add to my life. So that was a really big change for me. I think I did have a lot of trouble adjusting. I think that um, it was it was not what I thought it was going to be, right? Because you have this idea about how you want your life to go and how your life is going to be. And then, like, reality sets in, and it could be better, or it could be worse, or it could just be, it doesn't even have to be better or worse, it could just be different than what you thought. Because I feel like a lot of people, like, we like to romanticize things, you know, and you like to, like, make things so grand and so, like, epic in our minds, when in reality, it's just day-to-day, you know? So New Year's resolutions, I think that a lot of people set New Year's resolutions because it's the perfect time, you know, it's like a brand new start. People thrive off of a brand new start, fresh start, a new page turning, and that's great. But I think where a lot of people go wrong with New Year's is that they set goals that are so big and so far out of reach and sometimes kind of unattainable or not realistic, and then they, like, be hard on themselves for not achieving those goals or not, you know, being consistent when the goal was just not realistic to begin with. So I think what, um, what you need to realize when setting a new year's resolution is that the new year comes overnight, right? Think about it. Like you go to bed December 31st, maybe you don't go to bed, but it's December 31st. And then, you know, it's midnight and it's January 1st and it's a new year. Like, you know, so that's overnight and you're not going to turn into a whole new person overnight. You're not going to go from a couch potato to like going to the gym seven days a week overnight. Like that's just not how that, that just doesn't happen. I mean, you know, you could, anything is possible, but I don't think that's a realistic way to go about it. I think that once you realize that the new year comes overnight, so it's best to make small changes, just like one foot in front of the other is what I would say. So if you want to set a goal, set a goal. And you know what? It's not even a terrible idea to like use the new year to jumpstart. Like maybe you, you do want to go from a couch potato to, you know, a gym rat. But what I, what I guess what I'm trying to say is you have to keep in the back of your mind that this might not be realistic. So if you do fail, like if you do get tired of keeping up with that seven-day-a-week gym routine, like it's okay to cut it down to four. It's okay to go three times a week this week. You didn't fail. Like as long as you're doing better than you were in the past, you're succeeding, honestly. Because like life is so, I think life is so like, Reality is so day-to-day. It's just so low-key. Like, you can get lost in, like, the epicness. But, like, l- like day-to-day life is so different than what we, what we make it up to be in our minds. And 2020, you can really make it a great year, but it's not going to just happen overnight. It's not going to happen, like, one day you're leaving, you know... And then the next day, you know, you have this epic life. You really have to work hard. It's like the, it's like when people get famous, right? Like you see a, maybe like a musician and they're like making it. They have this big hit. And to you watching from the outside, you're like, oh my God, like this person just made it overnight. 
But that's not true. That is not true. Like, that's, like, almost never true, right? A lot of these people that you see, quote-unquote, make it, and it seems like they've made it overnight, what really happens is they've been working for years. They've been taking lessons. They've been perfecting their craft. They've been putting stuff out that wasn't getting much, you know, publicity or much attention, and one day after they've put in years and years of hard work someone noticed or the world noticed and now to you because you just heard about them you're like oh my god like you know this person just made it overnight when they've been working so hard for years and so that's that's kind of how we want our life to be we're like like I'm recording the first episode of my podcast I expect zero listens like I don't think anyone's actually gonna listen to this shit I hope you are, you know, but I'm just trying to be realistic here. Like, no one, like, most people don't make it overnight. So I don't expect to. And you shouldn't expect to either. You shouldn't expect to get your dream life overnight without putting in the work. And it takes time. Everything takes time. And that's been really hard for me personally. I've had to learn that because I'm not patient. A lot of people aren't very patient. I'm not a very patient person. And I want things to happen like right away. Like I want it done right now and I want it to happen right now. But that's just not how life works. And I've learned this, you know, and hard work and consistency, you know, it takes consistency. When people say consistency, that's like over a period of time, over a length of time. You have to keep doing it every day for a month, for six months, for a year, for five years, you know. And I feel like once you realize that, you know, things will get better because you have to figure out how to be happy while you're working on your goals and while you're trying to achieve your dream or whatever it is that you have to figure out how to be happy right now because you have to love yourself to to want to do better like I don't think I mean I, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm wrong about a lot but I feel like for you to really no one ever changed your life out of like just pure hate, like you hate your life so much you want to change it, or you hate yourself so much that you want to be better. I think it's like you you love yourself so much that you you know you want the best for yourself. You want to be better because you love yourself. You have to kind of take stock of the things that are working and the things that okay. So let's do this. Before you set your New Year's resolution, before you make a list of like seven, ten things that you want to achieve in 2020. And that you want to do better at and you want to, you know, make happen for yourself. I dare you to make a list of seven to ten things that you did do for yourself in 2019. You know, like give yourself a little pat on the back that, oh, like I achieved that and I did this and I, you know, I got better at this and I really worked hard on this. Like give yourself a pat on the back, look back on 2019 and just kind of, you know, Give yourself some credit for the things that you did do good on, you know, because I think that in order to do better for yourself, you have to feel good about yourself, you know, and I mean, even if you don't feel good, you have to give yourself some credit because you're amazing. We're all amazing and life is hard. Trust me, I know, (laughs) you know, life is hard and it gets tough sometimes. So look back on 2019. What are some things you achieved, what are some milestones you reached, and then, you know, be happy for yourself, you know, you're, you're allowed to be proud of yourself, 
And, you know, building off of that, going into 2020, now make a list of the things you do want to achieve. And I think a lot of people underestimate how much you change as a person. So I'll give you an example. I could make a list right now of the things I want to achieve in 2020, right? Like this is a list of 10 things I want to achieve. And this, I really want these things so bad to happen for me in 2020. And then come like April of 2020. And I'm like, well, I don't really, I don't, I mean, now I want this and I want that. So like my priorities are changing. My list is changing. And I think this happens more often when you're younger, you're just changing constantly and your goals, your wants and your interests are changing. So it's okay for your goals to change. The only thing that I I would never let change is the effort I put into things and being consistent and working on the things that are important to me. It's okay if the things that are important to you do change, but as long as you never stop working on them, I think you're golden. So make a list, check it twice. That was very corny, Yvonne. Don't do it again. Okay, that was a Christmas joke. I'm sorry. But make a list and just, you know, Figure out what you need to do to really elevate yourself this this come this new year. And you know, don't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Like don't stop till you're there because you only have one life and it is short. It is really short. So I'm so excited for the new year, but I'm gonna take this time to talk about some things that I did achieve in 2019 because I'm gonna talk about my successes and my losses because I've realized that 2019 was the best and worst year of my life. And I just, I've I've grown so much. It's crazy. Like at 24, I realized that I don't know jack shit. Like, I was one of those people that when I was like, you know, 16, 17, 18, like you couldn't tell me nothing. Like I knew everything. I had it figured out. I finished high school. I knew exactly what was happening. Like I knew everything there was to know about life and no one could talk to me. And as you get older, as I've gotten older and I've, you know, matured a little bit, I hope over the years, I've realized that I don't know anything. And I think that that's growth, don't you? Like when you can admit that you don't know shit and you don't know anything because everything I thought I knew at 18, I, I'm i like, well, that's that's not true. Like I don't, I was wrong, you know? So now like I've learned a lot at 24, but I'm like, what else am I wrong about that I just don't know yet, I think. I reflect sometimes, I'm like, you know, what what else don't I know? Like. You know, I've learned all these things, but seeing as I thought I knew things before and I just didn't, like, what else don't I know? And so I go into situations and I go into new life experiences being very cautious because I'm like, I don't know everything. So I I just want to play it by air and just kind of see where this goes because it's easy to jump in with both feet and you just land on your face because you you know, you weren't prepared for the curveballs that were coming your way. So now I go through life very prepared for like things to go south very quickly. Like I have zero expectation that I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing, but I just go into things like very carefully. And I just, I, I'm kind of like a stand back and watch type of girl. Like I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to watch the situation. And I'm talking about like boys or like my job. Cause I, 
I got like I started a new job. I started two new jobs in 2019, and from the first one, I learned so much and I grew so much from like that toxic experience. And we can go into that a little later. And so going into my second job, I was like, okay, like, like I don't know, like she seems nice, but like she could be a backstabbing bitch. Or like, you know, my boss seems lovely, but I just gotta watch. And like I went to I went into it like you gotta be careful, especially in corporate America. Corporate America can be so toxic and like office politics politics is the worst. So you just gotta be careful who you who you talk to and what you say and you know who you're nice to and who you're not like you just gotta be neutral and just watch because and I say this a lot. I think of this a lot. People will show you who they are. Like, they will. You just got to stand back and watch. Give them time. They will show you. And it's easy. Anyone can lie for, like, a few weeks, even a month. I mean, some people can lie for years. And those are cycles, okay? Like, let's not even... But for the most part, normal people will show you. They will reveal themselves to you if you just wait and see. So when you're in a new situation, a new environment, a new, you know, learning experience, you got to be careful and just watch because people, people be crazy and people be out here wilding, but you just got to watch, take a step back and let them show you just like sit down, cross your legs and be like, okay, show me, I'm watching, show me who you are, you know? And you know, everything like after a few months, you you should have a pretty good idea of who people are. But, you know, don't assume anything because people can pretend for a while. So you still got to be careful. And, oh my God, 2019 was a doozy. And I can't wait to, like, spill all the tea and tell you guys, like, all the gossip. But let's talk about, let's just keep talking about the new year. So some things I did in 2019 that I really am proud of. I lost 100 pounds. Yes, I will say that to anyone who will listen because I think in my life that's the greatest thing I've achieved so far. I mean, I did get a college degree, so that was pretty great. But losing a hundred pounds, I think I, I, I think of that as the greatest thing because it's it was something that I had tried and failed at for so long, like continuously, just like trying to lose weight, trying to do, you know, stick to a diet or a healthy lifestyle and exercising and failing and trying and failing that when I finally achieved it, and it's a hundred pounds and counting baby, because we don't stop. Like I've achieved that, but I'm not stopping there. Like I'm just going to keep going further and further until like no one can stop me. Okay. You can't stop me. (laughs) But I think I, I give myself so much credit for that because I had failed so many times and I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't think I was going to achieve this because of how many times I had failed. I just thought, you know, I was just going to be unhealthy and overweight and that was just how my life was going to be, you know. And I think for me, you know, and I could do a whole episode about, you know, weight loss and dieting and all that. But I think for me, what really helped it stick this time was that I wasn't in school. And I know, I mean, school is so stressful. School was so stressful for me. And at my highest weight, I was 355.6 pounds. I will never forget. And life is so hard. 
when you're that overweight. I mean, for me, I can only speak for myself. Life was so hard. And and school was so stressful and the way that I dealt with that stress was turning to food. So I, you know, I was stressed out about school and I would eat. I would eat way too much and now I'm stressed out because I just ate all this food and I'm gaining weight. And to deal with that stress, I would just eat some more. You know, and it was just like a vicious cycle that I just couldn't get out of because, oh, you want to start a new diet? You want to start a healthy meal plan? You want to, well, no, because you have a test and you don't have time to cook. I didn't have time to cook. And the cafeteria food, I mean, you can, I'm not saying it's impossible. Trust me, that's not what I'm saying because you can make healthy choices. And I think that a lot of my failures from that time was just also being uneducated about what a healthy lifestyle could really look like because I am a very all or nothing person and I spent a lot of time, you know, doing all or nothing diets. And I think that that's where I feel like one week I'm eating no carbs and next week I'm eating no fat. And then the other week I'm like skipping breakfast and lunch and all those things can work if you do it the right way. And if you're really doing it for the right reason, but I wasn't trying to be healthy When I was trying to lose weight in college, I wasn't like trying to be healthy. I was trying to get the number on the scale down. That was like my number one goal. Like I didn't care about being healthy. I cared about being a smaller weight and I cared about looking slimmer. I didn't care how I got there. I would starve. I would do like different fad diets and just whatever I could do to, you know, but In 2019, I realized that food is not the enemy. It really isn't. And I also realized that if you don't like something, don't eat it. Oh my God, I spent so much time trying to eat broccoli. I don't like broccoli. There's other vegetables. Why did I spend so much time just like shoving broccoli down my throat? There's nothing wrong with broccoli. If you like broccoli, eat broccoli. I would rather eat carrots, I would rather eat peas, I would rather eat asparagus, I would rather eat Brussels sprouts than broccoli. So I don't eat broccoli. I'm sorry, I'm getting very heated about broccoli. <laughs> Girl, I just remember, I'm like, okay, like I see like pictures on, of, on Instagram of like a healthy meal and they have like some brown rice, broccoli and chicken breast. I, I hate every single item in that. I would rather have some sweet potato fries with, you know, some like a nice piece of steak and some Brussels sprouts, you know, just little things like that that I didn't realize. If you don't like something, you don't have to eat it. Now, uh, you're, someone out there is probably like, what if I only like burgers? <laughs> like, you know, what if I don't like any vegetables? Girl, like, you have to like, cauliflower is okay, you know? Like, there has to be something that you can stand. I, I think cauliflower, the, thing, the great thing about cauliflower is it takes on the flavor of whatever you used to season it, right? Like, so cauliflower fried rice tastes like fried rice. I mean, not exactly because it's a different texture. But the seasoning, it tastes like fried rice because you've seasoned it with fried rice ingredients. And that's what I love about cauliflower. You can have barbecue cauliflower, like roasted barbecue cauliflower. It tastes like barbecue cauliflower because you've put barbecue on it. Just things like that. Um... I'm a big proponent of calories in, calories out. That really helped me. Also, just like little switches. Like, I will, you know, soda is not healthy in any form. 
but you will not catch me drinking like just a Coke. Like a bottle of Coke has like what, 240 calories and like 40 grams of carbs or something ridiculous. I'm like, and I used to drink that. I used to drink that all the time. And it's just like, and I wasn't even tracking. I think that once you really see the effect and how many calories goes into these things, it really opens your eyes, I think. Because I wasn't really tracking that much. And once I started, I'm like, wait, but there's Coke Zero, which in my opinion tastes better, and it's zero calories. Is it healthy? Is it the healthiest thing you can do for your body? No, definitely not. You know, water is the best thing you can do for your body. But like... It's, it's, it's a no brainer. Like if you want something sweet, if you want to drink soda, just drink a diet Coke or drink a Coke zero like barbecue. I love barbecue. I am a barbecue bitch. Okay. But like it contains so much sugar. They have sugar-free barbecue sauce. They have sugar-free ketchup. Okay. They have sugar-free salad dressings that have 10 calories serving why are you still using the 100 calorie shit why are you still using that stuff that's full of fat and sugar when you can literally have you know the same well not the same taste but like pretty good taste for like a fraction of that so when i realized things like this and i just really started tracking my calories nothing goes into my mouth i mean no i'm kidding i feel like i really I was going to say nothing goes into my mouth without me tracking. I don't actually track. Like, I have my fitness pal. I have the app on my phone. But I don't track. But I know. I calculate my calories. Like, you know, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat this amount of calories today. And, yeah. And, you know, I make healthy choices. But at the same time, like, I will have a, I will have, you know, a piece of two. I'll have some Cheetos, you know. And I'll, I'll count those calories, you know. It doesn't have to be. I used to do diets where I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like, I just had to, like, strict, 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 restrict, restrict, restrict. And that caused me to go into, like, a binging cycle because you restrict and then you binge. But unlike, like, but for me, I never, like, purged, right? Because, you know, they have, like, the binge and the purge cycle. I never purged. I never, like made myself vomit or like went to the gym for hours of the day because a bitch lazy and I'm not going to go on a treadmill for more than 10 minutes. Okay. I just won't. So I just kept on piling on all this weight and some would even argue that it was the dieting that made me gain weight. Right. Cause I'm restricting for a week and then I'm binging all weekend and like for two months straight. And what have I just done? I've gained 15 pounds and then I'll do it again. So you know, losing a hundred pounds this year has really been a big achievement and I'm so proud. Another thing I'm proud of is I, I, I'm working at a job that I love. I love my job. I love the environment. I think that people underestimate, especially employers underestimate how important it is to create a non-toxic environment for your employees. Because I'm, at the job I had before this, I used to cry every day that I had to go to work. Like I would wake up in the morning and cry that I had to be there. And it's like, that takes a toll. It takes a toll on your soul. It takes a toll on your energy. It just takes a toll on you as a person. And a lot of people underestimate that. That's why like, I've, I'm so picky. Like when I'm looking for a new job, I like doing interviews, like I ask them questions. Cause I'm like, this has got to be right. You know? And I, you know, my advice on that is to never like, don't, Put yourself in a situation where you're desperate for a job, like you need a job, so you're just going to take the first offer you get. I mean, sometimes that's unavoidable, and I have been in that situation 
more than a few times. But, you know, you get to a certain point in your life where you're like, no, I refuse to take shit. So, like, I'm going to stay where I'm at until I find a situation that's ideal. I refuse to settle. I refuse to, you know, be in a shitty situation, period. Like, I've done that. It doesn't work. It, it, it drains me and it drains my energy and I just won't accept it anymore. So you just got to be like that. Like, when I go for interviews, I'm asking them questions. I'm like, what's your PTO like? Like, how much pay time off can I get? Like, what are your lunch break? Like, what's the schedule? What's the flexibility? And, of course, sometimes companies lie about these things. Like, they're like, we're, we're very flexible. And then you start and it's like, no, they're not. You know, and you're like, what? Or, like, you can't go to the bank to, like, cash a check during the week because your your boss just says no for no reason. You know what? That's a topic for a different day. We're going to get into toxic bosses and toxic environments and toxic friendships, relationships. We're also going to get into, you know, what's healthy and how to, how to, you know, realize when something is healthy or not. Because sometimes when you're in the thick of it, you don't realize how toxic it is and then you... You know, when it's done and you're looking back and you're just like, oh, my God, you know. Um. So, yeah, I think that for 2020, I haven't made a list yet, guys. I mean, it's not even Christmas yet. OK, and I haven't made a list. This podcast is definitely, you know, top on my list and I'm working on it because I really have to figure out what I do want because I achieved so much in 2019 and I'm exactly where I wanted to be. Well, not exactly, but I'm in a good place and I'm grateful for that. So I guess today I just want to focus on, you know, looking back and really giving myself a pat on the back. And I think that you should do the same. I think it's so important to give yourself a pat on the back when you've achieved good things. And even if you didn't get to exactly where you wanted to go, as long as you've made some progress, I think that it's important to acknowledge that for yourself. So that's what I'm doing and that's what I'm focusing on right now. I'm reflecting on 2019 and just being happy about my successes and, you know, I'll acknowledge my failures too, but I choose not to dwell on it, you know. And, you know, this coming weeks as 2019 wraps up and we're going into 2020, I'm going to figure out what it is I want to achieve, what I want 2020 to look like, and how I, you know, how I want to go about achieving that. So, what are we going to take away from this? Friend and sisterly advice change your habits, change your life. Okay. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope that, you know, if you made it this far, I'm so grateful for you, Queen, King, like, thank you. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I'm so excited about this podcast. I think that it could be really great and I've been working really hard on it and I hope you like it. Follow me on Instagram at friendly sisterly advice. I'm thinking of making a Twitter. I'm not sure yet, but yeah, and, you know, feel free to sub- subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts, stream on Spotify, just stream wherever, wherever podcasts are available. Thank you, and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. Yeah, bye.